0: forward slash the fighting cock to get started and to help the podcast thank you very much have a great day and enjoy the show
1: lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky
2: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. It's the fighting. It's the fighting.
0: Clock. A camel. No. It's episode forty, season seven of the Fighting Got podcast. Today, I'm joined by the Extra Inch. <laughs> yeah, we're here. <laughs> Hello, mate. I don't know where all my actual friends have gone on the podcast. We've been going here seven years, yep. and now I'm surrounded by people. Well, you are, buddy, to be fair. <laughs>
4: yeah, I'm still.
0: I'm but my acts. Where are all the regular members of the Firecock? I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah. I don't, know. I don't know what's Maybe I don't give a shit anymore.
5: I feel like a regular
0: member. Now. Oh, you are? Yeah, Dan. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Daniel Patrick, everybody. Hello. I've got Nathan from The Extra Inch. How's it
6: going, Nathan? And
0: Barney, who sort of transcends. Transcends, exactly. Yeah, both of them. Um, and, and Windy will be here later, because you could record another episode of The Extra Inch with Jack Pitbrook, yep. Daniel Patrick, and you two.
5: And so you, you were quite keen on Thursday to say that I wasn't the first person to do two guest appearances in one week, but you've now got to admit <laughs> that I'm the first to do three in a week.
6: Yeah, out of the guests, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, right. Why is it so
5: important? <laughs> yeah, once you have a little bit of, that, I mean, you're, you're definitely you're the first. To do t- everyone back
6: t- for more. I was still a guest when I did extra inch and normal fine cock in a week, so there you go, mate. <laughs> Three times. You sorted out together. <laughs>
0: uh, you sorted out afterwards. Um, yeah, so I mean, I, I would say that you're the first guest to do two in a night. This is the first time we've ever done it. So, there, okay. you there you go. Again, not true. <laughs> <laughs> is that not true? No. no, again, I did I did that. You did but, that too? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's got us here. He? I mean, I don't know what else <laughs> it's three in a like. week. Three in a week. Yeah. All right, let's Let's, yeah, let's okay. leave it at that. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> um, so, big news. The Fighting Cock, uh, uh, we've kind of mooted it a couple of times, but we've actually got a date settled down. Paul Robinson, the Fighting Cock, uh, it's in association with Fans Bet, is on the 26th of February at Waterloo, And we're also, on that evening, going to be watching the Palace game together. It'll be great. The Fighting Cock, Paul Robinson, loads of Spurs fans. It's good. I don't know if he'll be up for it. Probably not. If he could lead us in a song, that would be amazing. Like we got prog.
4: full access to Paul Robinson?
0: What does that mean? <laughs> like, do we have him the whole night? Uh, <laughs> like, no, clothes. I mean, if he wants to stay for a beer, it's up to him. Yeah. He's not captive or anything. Okay. <laughs> if he'd like, I guess if he'd like to sit down and have a beer and watch football with us, he can. Mm-hmm. If he thinks everyone's acting a little bit... Weird. Weird, about him, I'm sure he'll just want to leave. <laughs> so as long as everyone, no one acts like a dickhead, uh, I'm sure he'll stick around. Um, so uh, tickets are available. Uh, the Fighting Cock, Ford slash The so Fighting Cock, don't... Sorry, fightingcock, fightingcock.co.uk forward slash social. Uh, also, tickets are on sale for the Juve away game as well. Um, we're doing a live show for that and we've changed the format of it now. So it's going to be different because the last couple were like, I don't know, I'm not sure if we feel comfortable with the way this is going. and Yeah. If we're actually adding any value to their day by standing up there and talking in front of his fucking horrible situation as it is. But we've come up with a new way of doing it, it should be very funny. A lot of stuff we're gonna be showing you and reacting to. So uh, it's just five pounds for that. Uh, Paul Robinson's fifteen pounds. Gotta say though that uh, Paul Robinson isn't being paid a fee by the fighting cock. He's been brought here as a part of his association with Fanbet Fans Bet. Um so uh, you know, I think that's important today. Mm-hmm. Uh got another one here as well, haven't we? Yes or Glenn uh, instead of Windy, because we thought we'd give him a break, getting a bit big for his boots. That, is, a a bit, that is an
4: upgrade.
0: Isn't it? That is not it or Windy, you let us know. They're
4: both you... very opinionated. They both like stick to their beliefs religiously.
0: Yeah, uh, we talked to Glen about um, the game against Man United. Uh, it's on BT Sport this week. And, uh, you know, his opinions of what's happening at Spurs at the moment and what's happening with Harry Kane. And also, uh, when he played free at the back, uh, at Spurs I and mean, that wasn't even a thing really in football well certainly in British football uh, but there we was, just,
4: asked, well, it was the rumour when England went to Le Noir that he wanted to play Jamie Redknapp as a sweeper role didn't he but I think Redknapp, I Jamie Redknapp just got injured just before the tournament oh, yeah. and it kind of scuppered it but England mm. still had a really good tournament yeah yeah he was actually the decent manager until you made all the comments he, yeah yeah, he was doing a good job I mean yeah. knocked out on penalties with their 10 men against Argentina for a long time I yeah. just penalties that got them out
0: uh, we actually asked your question as well about what, how, if he, if he was born French or Italian, would he have uh, played more international football? I yeah, think? this relates to the part
4: of the new fanzine when it's coming out, it should be out soon, about tactics, and I wrote a piece on the number 10 at Spurs and how we've never really had a pure number 10 in, well, in the last few years. How good would a Glenn Hoddle be in the
0: current day as a number 10, do you think?
4: Well, the whole article talks about you'd have to kind of build a team around not just their strengths, but their weaknesses as well, which... I don't know whether Pochettino would play in number 10. I don't know if he could press enough for him. Okay, fair enough. So you're yeah. saying he
0: probably wouldn't make it in the current game?
4: <laughs> he would. <laughs> yeah. A player that good would make it, yeah.
0: All right. But just not the Spurs. Not the Spurs, no. Where then? Like Southampton. I don't yeah, like, you're, you're basically saying he's like Letitia.
4: <laughs> well, he was, that was the thing, wasn't it? When he was England manager, him and Letitia would fall out, and it was, it was weird that they were both very similar players. Mm.
0: Um, Nathan, think, how
5: you been? Sorry, Dan, what was you going to say? Sorry, okay. I was just going to say that's an interesting point on Pochettino, I think. If he had like a maverick sort of playmaker who didn't really press, would he change his philosophy yeah. or would he try and make them adhere to it? Or
0: I think when. What would he do? Ericsson signed. No one considered him to be a pressing player or workhorse or. Mm. You know, it was about his deft touch and vision. But with, he's proven over and over again that he kind of runs as much as. Uh, mm. a, a more than anyone, or more than or anyone, or more than mm. anyone. Um, which is uh, shows something about him and what Poch can bring out on the player.
6: In his first couple of months, he was being brought off about sixty minutes in every game, and uh, now he's like the model presser. So it's uh, it's been a rapid yeah. development for him. Um, Newport, should we talk about that? Solid, solid
4: away draw. It's, it's a pitch,
0: though, isn't <laughs> it? It's a pitch, surely. I don't know. <laughs> it was. I've never... Do you know, we were talking in the group and I've never... I've very rarely really fucked off watching the game of football and it was one of the few times I was fucking pissed off. <laughs> I was looking at it and thinking, this is embarrassing. Yeah. What, why, why does this shit happen to good teams like us? Like, we don't deserve that. Wait, Newport should have been smashed into the ground. The really, team should have been torn apart. It really doesn't happen that often to us. We don't normally suffer from massive cup shocks. Yeah.
4: We normally get knocked out to, like, a decent team at least, but... Um, it was. Sometimes, you know, when you watch Spurs, like at the Real Madrid game <coughs> earlier this season, you're watching it, you're like, fuck, that's history. Mm. This has got to be history. And Saturday, that was nearly proper history. What's a weird
0: well. Newport to Real Madrid, essentially?
4: Pretty much. No, well, <laughs> no, not that bad. But this would have been something that they would be talking about in 50 years' time. So there's part of me which is kind of a little bit sad that it. Didn't happen because this You was say simple. some weird shit No but it would have been An amazing thing For the FA Cup And everything else Who gives a fuck I <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck But the <laughs> thing is Yeah I have to uh, see what I've done Apologise <laughs>
0: <laughs> What uh, would what, what, you how, you take from it Is it one of those games The Magic as a Cup As, as Barry says It's one of these things That happen Better teams than us Have lost to worse teams Than Newport in the FA hmm. Cup Yeah
5: I mean I think Wait well, were you there Were you there It was there yeah
0: um, I mean, One thing I always remember
5: Is I think It was Gary Neville did it, before he was a pundit when he was still a player did an interview a long time ago before one of these cup games against the lower league team Yeah, and said like as players we're always less surprised than fans pundits everyone at cup sets like when this happens because mm. we know we, we grew up you know coming through the ranks with the guys that are now in league 2 league 1 the championship yeah. but we know that on their day mm. they're still great footballers and, and they're going to raise their game we're going to maybe you know be a bit complacent, low, lower the level a bit, and then and then you get things like the pitch, the atmosphere, the stadium, the facilities, and it all just becomes a massive leveler. Yeah, and I, I do think it was like that on on Saturday. Like it was so primitive. Like there was genuinely like a room looking over the pitch, like a disused bar with loads of tables and chairs. And Spurs did part of their warm up in there. You could see them okay. like through this window, stretching wow. in this like old bar. Mm. Uh, that like I didn't have a press seat to speak of. There's just like this table in the stand oh, in the middle it. of the fan. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> Outrageous. But you know,
0: it, it was. Is there any food laid on? Or anything no, food. No, no food. No food. No, no food. No food. food. I went to is where you got to go Burger I King? I could have begged oh, yeah. so him. I hope you expensed that.
5: I will expense that. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you got out was... business
0: Newport for this shit.
5: <laughs> but it was really, it was good. It was genuinely a good experience, and I do think that yes. all, all that, plus the fact that these guys obviously raised their game. Spurs were complacent. I think
0: it all just levelled it out. I also think that's doing Newport a disservice in the first half because not only were Spurs complacent, but we were made to look quite average by a lead two side. We should be brushing aside, but the fact is that they more than held their own. The second half, they got pressed and you know the game changed and we brought on a player that was worth more, of their, more, more than their entire squad, about eight times over, to change in son. Mm. But, you know, football... I think there's a massive... Misconception about the difference in leagues and the amount of money a team plays, uh, sorry, the uh, amount of money a squad's played to play football and the fact that 11 against 11 men, regardless of the level, you, you've always got a chance. And that's what yeah. makes football still great. No, Don't get me can... wrong, 99 times out of 100, Spurs would probably beat Newport, but it is still a game of 11 versus 11 and a certain level of tactic or tactical acumen or, or luck can actually level... A uh, uh, you know the the amount of skill that you know Spurs had you should have beaten them easily. Yeah, to, yeah, to, up, to, 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 to go back right to my point, I think
5: Kane afterwards said there's a fine line between us and them. He was talking; he was quite good. He was talking about how his career could have been like that. You know, if, if he hadn't got the break at Spurs, he hadn't, he'd have stayed on loan at like Orient or something. Yeah, yeah. signed there permanently, he, he might have been playing there. And you know, Ryan Mason, if he hadn't come on against Forrest, if you've been injured or something, you might have dropped down the leagues. But they know these guys have it in them on their day to, yeah. to really produce something. And I think,
6: yeah, they, they, they really did a number of Spurs in the first half. What do you it? think of, of it all in, Nicky? So uh, this is the first game in about five years that I didn't watch. And I just happened to be on the podcast watching this game. Although I didn't watch it, I kind of feel like it's a game I've seen many times before. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And those same frustrations with the way... The, the attitudes that Pochettino mm. has... Um, put out towards Cups and then sort of hypocritically expecting more from his players towards those games as well. So you mean he set a precedent previously? Yeah, when he said my interests are in the Premier League and the Champions League and then it comes to a Cup game and afterwards he says the players didn't try hard enough. Well, you know, why do we think that is?
4: Yeah, I can
6: understand that completely. Yeah, it's
4: a a recurring theme with us in Cup games. I mean, talking about shocks, we nearly got knocked out to Wickham last year which would have been a massive shock especially as, as it was at home. But I think um, I think Pochettino's. I think it's, it seemed to dawn on him. Hopefully, this weekend that the FA Cup is probably our only chance to win something this year. So um, we need to kind of.
0: I mean, he did take the game seriously. We played Harry Kane and
4: Lorente out front against this league too. So. I don't think playing Lorente is taking the game seriously. We're going to come on to that, <laughs> right? I'm
5: going to come on to your, your agenda. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I don't you're... think the lineup was, was taking the game seriously. What? Foye. Uh, I, I mean, trivial. you would never go into a Premier League game with. And midfield of Dembele, Yama, and Sissoko, and expect to pick any locks, would you? Yeah, and also really? playing
4: playing against a quite physical team and putting Foyf in in defence was always kind of asking for problems. Yeah, but There's he, nothing I've seen in him that makes me think he's a big that like he can he can handle himself. But because he's,
0: he's he- he, he he still looks like a pre-pubescent boy. Yeah, but, uh, they, but he's got to learn. He's got to cut his teeth somewhere. You don't want to stick him in the Premier League team, surely? You wouldn't expect to see him in the Prem. He's not ready, so he's got to play somewhere. Yeah, we have. And it kind of contradicts my point, but there's enough quality in that first eleven. So shouldn't they shouldn't have been troubled?
5: I agree with that. But started Harry Kane
0: if he wasn't if he... taking it seriously. Kane wouldn't have started. That's. But I think sometimes
4: he... I think sometimes Kane you can't you can't play Kane and Lorente. We saw, against, um, we saw against. We did alright um, against Real Madrid with both, from up we, front. We saw against Wimbledon. Look, all, all Lorente. All Lorente <laughs> I've got to finish my point. All Lorente does is occupy areas where Kane is the most dangerous. And um, Lorente has to go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and Nathan said to me before, I'll, I'll, before we started drop recording that I should bring back my Vincent Janssen campaign, so I'm doing it officially now. Bring All right, Janssen. we had a
0: question at the end of the pod, but Barley fucked it. Uh, it Chris <laughs> Kurt- uh, Curtis, Chris Curtis, it says Curtis goes. Uh, is uh, Lorenzo done at Tottenham, yes. lads? Uh, he never got started. Yes, that's true. Can no. I? Go on, no. He's not done yet. No, I don't think he's done either, but can you? are you just saying that just to, as a balance? or No, just I mean... It's, it's not looking good, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. but he's not done yet. Have no.
5: you spoken to him? Have you looked into his eyes and seen that uh, he's done? Uh, uh, spoken to him once. He, yeah. He's not the best interviewee. Okay, I, I, I agree with you that he can't play with Kane. I think that's a big problem. Mm. And the, the concerning thing is that the last two cup games he's gone off, and then Kane scored. Yeah, yeah. and it, and, it, and it, particularly against Wimbledon, it did feel like as soon as Kane had that extra space, mm-hmm. he scored the goals that he would have done earlier had Lorente not been on the pitch. And it makes me think that in the Southampton game when I suppose obviously needed a goal and Poch left Lorente on the bench, it might have been in the back of his mind that actually that would have restricted Kane and maybe he wouldn't have got that chance he had at the end when he pulled it across the goal with his left foot yep. if Lorente was on the pitch. So I think that's a real worry when the sort of plan B appears to be negating the plan A. Yeah. But I think he's obviously gonna stay for the rest of the season, so um you know, hopefully Spurs can play to his strengths a bit more. It doesn't seem to me as though they're doing that.
0: What uh, what is it the curse of like the secondary striker? Though?
4: No, I just don't think they've I don't think they I think they signed him because he was available. I don't think they had like a um a plan to ever play them together. And that's the problem. At least Janssen for all his faults, I'm not saying sure Janssen is only good either, but he's just slightly less shit. At You're least, just making
0: the point with Janssen. He, yes, you exactly. don't really want Janssen back. You're no, I'd, making...
4: I'd prefer someone better. But at least Janssen is able to be a foil for Kane. And we saw on a few occasions they were able to play together in the same team. Um, against... Them, I guess Real Madrid way that you mentioned, it almost seemed like um, Lorente played a lot deeper than Kane. Mm. And I, th- I like Kane up against the last man as a proper striker. And I don't, I don't like it when he gets too involved coming deep all the time. Where are you at? I quite
6: like Kane playing as a ten, sort of the novelty of it, because he can. But then when that sort of is overweight by the result of the game, it doesn't really matter. Um, I, th- I think that maybe Spurs are in a particularly difficult situation to have a good second-choice striker. I think because of wages... Um, and, and transfer budget is a very hard position for us to buy for. I think it's of Kane as
5: well. Like It's so difficult to be a specialist striker behind Kane because he wants to play in every game. Mm. I've no doubt that he made it clear to Poch that he wanted to play against Wimbledon and Newport. He'll probably want to play in the replay because it's another chance to score. He's just obsessed with scoring. He's um, on
0: 30 goals
5: already, yeah. And, and how do you, how do you get into any kind of rhythm, any kind of fitness, any kind of form if you're just being thrown in? You know, alongside him for the odd cup game, ten minutes in the Premier League. I think the answer is maybe to to get another Son type yeah, player, someone who can so. play on the wing. And then if Kane does get hurt, like Mara or Malcolm. but well, so someone playing the wing and, and up front. I don't mm. think more could play as a number nine. Could
6: Malcolm, but he but but Mora could free Sun up to play as the nine. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah.
5: yeah. Uh, I think
4: it would need to be someone who's got a bit more physical presence than Son. I'm not saying a big target man, but
5: one of these wide strikers who at least have got a bit. Bit bit of meat to them. I don't yeah, think but, so. but again, like... I think it's someone who needs to be able to play in another position. If, yeah. if it's just like yes. you're either playing full cane or occasionally alongside him, I don't think anyone, young, old whatever, is, is going to get into any kind of rhythm. Or like a Chris Sutton player who can play in defence, centre-back, <laughs> Bring back. It's
0: Gary Doherty. <laughs> yeah. Do- oh, oh, cool. yeah, Paul front. Yeah. was one of the ones that actually did it all right, though. Yeah. He was he was good centre-back and then put up front, he, he banged like 15
5: goals. He had it? a
4: spell. I think, was that a Black yeah. yeah, he had a yeah.
0: spell
5: where he was great. I
0: mean, Spurs had a cut run with Doherty, kept... Popping up with semi-final. We got to
5: <laughs> yeah with,
0: with important goals. We but. started against Arsenal with Gary Docky up front, they <sighs> yeah, and he scored. And he scored. Well, maybe I'm. He did score. I, you know he scored, think, but yeah, did he, he start in defence? Um, no, I think he probably started up front because uh, Judas went off. Yeah, that no, was his last game for Tottenham. Yeah. Then he went off against Arsenal in the semi-final and then signed for Arsenal. Yeah, uh, Vieira barged him yeah. off the side and done his ankle. Oh, didn't know And that. they scored the while he
4: was... They, they scored the equaliser yeah, while he was it was all kinds of fucked around. up. It was yeah.
0: all... Everything about that move, everything associated in that last year was amongst the most horrendous things that could happen to a human being. Um, Fuck Saul Campbell. Uh, <clears throat> um, did you see the Scouting review that uh, released by... Or I presume it was released or leaked by Newport. mm mm-hmm um yeah. what's your reaction to that a lot of people kind of got shared around is it just the novelty of seeing a opposition a scout report or did it actually <laughs> did, did Newport manage to kind of predict the way we would play based on how we did against Southampton uh
6: I <laughs> I'm gonna find this hard to say without coming across very very arrogant um I didn't think it was that great, and I, I think that... Um, what do you mean, Newport? You could do a the, better the, job. I don't know about better, but <laughs> well, I like, could like definitely do a, a, an easily comparable you can, job. You can do better than not great. Yeah, OK, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's go with that, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I wasn't exactly wowed by
0: it. Well, know, in, what, in what respect? Everyone, I think, was, was it the novelty of not being that... We don't, we're not generally privy to this sort of stuff.
6: Though? No, I'd love to see more of that kind of stuff, because it fascinates me. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's good to see some, but this particular example um, wasn't shining, I don't think.
4: I thought it was quite nice though, because some of the ones you see on like who scored, this kind of like have weaknesses and strengths. So there's sometimes when you look at weaknesses, it's like it says like heading or first touch. So I thought it was quite nice. That it <laughs> yeah, here. yeah. The who
0: scored stuff. Yeah. Weaknesses shooting.
7: Shooting. <laughs> 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 Passing. Pass. up play. <laughs> Catching. Yeah. What but, do
0: you think, Lorys? Lawrence, uh, weaknesses would be on on who scored. Oh, movement. Football. Like Football. <laughs> Football. <laughs> Football. <laughs>
4: Getting changed. Um, but I thought it was quite interesting. It's always nice to to see um, behind, behind the scenes and find out what's going on. It's, it's why I quite like hearing from ex-footballers, even the really bad ones, yeah. because they, you're, all of a sudden you're privy to something you've never seen before. So it's yeah. quite
5: nice. I wonder if it wasn't a general scouting assessment of Spurs, but rather just an assessment of, of Southampton. Mm-hmm. That's what it seemed to be. Was yeah. a lot of, and in which case, I, I didn't, have a, didn't have a huge issue with it. I thought a lot of the stuff...
0: Nathan, do you watch uh, um,
6: youth football? Sometimes. Um, Anton Waltz has joined Pompey. Yeah. Hey, who cares? Uh, no, it's weird. I, th- <laughs> no. I think we are we're trying to raise his value before selling him, and we sent him off to the states um, where he got a few minutes. I don't know why he hasn't just stayed out there. Um, but yeah, maybe maybe the Pompey loan is ahead of a move. I think we're just trying to get some cash out of him, basically. Alex Fair.
0: from Bristol loves him. Properly loves Anton Walks. You can't trust anything that guy says. So. Not, not in terms of football. He's just... He creates these ideas about what he likes. Yeah. And regardless of any kind of sense or logic, he'll stick to it like some sort of dog that gets some... saved by some sort of owner. Down in the bits... bin. <laughs> That's Alex <laughs> from Bristol.
4: There were some bits of Newport which made me reminded me of Alex from Bristol. They were, they were properly at it and giving it some.
0: Yeah. As
6: you'd expect as a closet in Newport, then. <laughs> um...
0: Man United then, start of a series of very difficult games, but they're difficult to some extent. These are the kind of run that you think, actually, we come out of it and think we've done fucking great there. Yeah. I think of similar situations in the past. Actually, it happens every season, so it's not... You always get these little run-ins of games. Because um, we're involved in Champions League football, it's slightly different, but, you know, there's five or six games that you... We could... They're going to define our season. Um, I remember similar situations where we had Chelsea and Arsenal in quick succession. The Aaron Lennon uh, bows, where where we smashed Chelsea and Arsenal Mm -hmm. in a week after being beaten by Pompey at Wembley at semi-final. Um, I think, uh, what's your, do you have a feeling of trepidation? Um, Dan, going in? Sorry.
5: Um... I feel more confident about United than than Anfield on Sunday oh yeah I suppose it seems to always get spanked most teams get spanked there. yeah but it, it, given given that I think what I suppose it finished above Liverpool yeah. five out of the last six seasons something like that you'd expect them to have had a bit a bit better fortune to Anfield I think a lot a lot that you put on the running order I see great times have Alderweireld back I'm not sure he's definitely going to play against United because obviously it'd be a It'd be a big ask to sort of throw him straight back in yeah. after what, three months. Uh, so I think uh, you know a lot could depend on on who's available. I think Aurea is touch and go. Obviously, Ericsson's had this really nasty virus. Uh, I don't think Rose is going to be fit. I don't think Winks is going to be fit. So what's going on, Rose? Know. You know, club. I think it's, I think it's an, it's a knee a knee problem that's sort of separate to the one he had. Just he t- twisted his knee against Southampton on Boxing Day, uh, and he was hoping. A few weeks ago, he was hoping to be back for Newport or United, and doesn't look likely now. Mm. So may, maybe, maybe Liverpool. Who knows? But yeah, I mean, a lot could depend on on just who's available. But I think, yeah, I, I do, I do feel a sense of trepidation, just especially given you know Sanchez, and then mm. Arsenal look like they're going to have Mkhitaryan and Alba Mayang uh, for that game in, in a couple of weeks, and it just yeah, it just feels like Spurs have slightly gone off the boil in the last two matches. Yeah, what is what's wrong with Eriksson? What kind of virus is? I he think he, yeah, just had had a virus, and and the had it, but like it worse shifts. than anyone. I, I don't know the the ins and outs. of uh, <laughs> Did of they, the they not mention? That? No, was, I didn't get the details, but I think I think a lot of the players had it. Uh, Kane and Son both had it. Do you think it was Hamilton though as well? Do you
0: think? I think.
5: I, I honestly don't want to get into, do I know. get into it. On a percentage level, how likely was it? That <laughs> <laughs> get, hey, it could have been. Both ends or, or either. So, I mean, 50%. Chance. I reckon to keep
0: them up for this long, it would be both ends. Have you ever been kept out of work if it wasn't both ends? I had the shits this month. I've had Brilliant. a terrible month. Lovely.
4: <laughs> and I was I was off, I was was off. stuck in a hotel room in Sweden shitting for two days. <laughs> two days. And did you go to work? No, because I, I thought I would be contagious. What, so did you work from home? I worked from the hotel room. Did you? Yeah.
0: So maybe, hopefully, they've been doing kick-ups and a <laughs> few while they're at home. Yeah, I mean, fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah. fingers crossed, Yeah. yeah. Um, so just so you don't know, you can't confirm, or deny, can't confirm more than I. not confirm Do you know? what You're just not saying. Is that what? I'm no, 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 no. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not keeping this keep myself. I, I genuinely don't. Dan, know. you're being abrasive. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Flav. I will try. I'll ask the club. I'll send. Him please please do yeah. because it's,
6: it's really important. I think the fans deserve to know.
0: Do yeah. we fucking do? Uh Man, Man United. Uh, they've got Sanchez. No doubt, will start against uh, Spurs. You'd expect him to. Um, I spoke to a Man United fan today in the office. One from London Actually Essex No doubt Southend She's from Southend Any Man United Go figure um, He said Apart from Bay Being out um, Their full strength Jones and Smalling Have been good at the back They've clipped uh, Six clean sheets In a row They haven't conceded Since Boxing Day mm. um, But And this shows, shows How much People watch other teams like Everyone's an expert In their own clubs but he said, uh, I said, how confident are you? And we're really, really, really confident. And I went, why? And he goes, because you lost shit at Wembley. And I was like, we've lost one game, <laughs> uh, apart from West Ham, which is fucked. But goes, we've lost one game at Wembley. You know, we've yeah. decent form, home form. Better, better, what, what is our home form in... gives you any, any idea how, how we rank in, in the Premier League at this stage? Neither. Great. So we've dropped
5: just, nine but, points in the league.
0: Which compares to last season. We, yeah, it's just because
5: I think it was, what, four in the whole of last season, yeah. so... Mm-hmm. By by contrast, it's poor, but actually not bad. Not bad.
4: No. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm I'm concerned about always playing about against a Mourinho team because since we <laughs> smashed Chelsea five three, he's kind of had a number on us. Apart from our last game at White Hart Lane, which there's various <coughs> different reasons, but um, they they sit deep and they've got players to hit us on the counter attack. And I think we'll see exactly the same thing that we kind of saw from Man United when we played them away. Yeah. And Sanchez, Martial, um, Lingard. They've got options to rotate if it's not working for them. Can you see
0: them coming out and actually trying to play, though? No. They'll, he'll be pragmatic. Yes, st- I think so. Tactical and yeah. just exploit the weaknesses that we have.
4: I th- they scored a, a long ball flick on uh, at Old Trafford and I think we'll probably see more of the same. Hmm. I don't think Mourinho is going to dominate what, possession. What do you anticipate? Do like
6: that. Um, I think the key to playing them is to try and get them to come out and, and play football. How you do that is is the hard question. I, but if we... Just try and go and play our position game against them. We will definitely lose. So, Dan, I, I presume you've been in a room with uh, Mourinho.
0: Yeah, yeah. Is he a prick or? Uh... <laughs> oh, okay, let me ask. Let me rephrase that. <coughs> um, we, I'm not going <laughs> to actually. Actually, actually, um... okay. Of, of your most disliked manager, can you say that? Dislike yeah, yeah, managers, yeah. yeah. Um...
5: How does he rank? See, I, I reckon I don't dislike Mourinho nearly as much as like the average. Football fan, not me. The, the, yeah, you or the average non-United fan. Um, I know there's a lot of people who think he's, he's a major scumbag. Mm. but There's something about him that I quite like. I think he's he's charismatic and he's obviously a winner. And uh, he obviously is a bit of a scumbag, but he wins. I don't have a don't have a yeah. He wins, yeah, and and, and he is a winner, and I, I quite like that But I think. I think the the, the Poch-Mourinho, just to dodge the question here, yeah. um, but I think the Poch-Mourinho dynamic's one that quite interests me because I think given he kind of had a dig at Wenger last week, I think Poch has now dug out Wenger, Conte, Klopp, obviously Guardiola, but he's never ever had a pop at Mourinho and I think he's, there's something there. Like he, he quite likes him and it dates back to, I think, when they kind of mutually disliked Barcelona, when Mourinho was Real Madrid manager, and yeah, yeah. Parcher was in charge of Espanyol. I think there's something there, and it was a press conference tomorrow on, um, on Tuesday, and it'll be interesting to, to sort of see what he says about Mourinho, because I, I imagine that's going to be dominated by, you know, what's the relationship <coughs> with the with special one, blah, blah, blah.
0: Last week on a pod, you mentioned that uh, you couldn't really talk, some of it was embargoed. Um, yeah. Just, just the comments about Arsene Wenger... And I think a lot of it again was about press winding the situation up somewhat because I think Wenger was probably alluding to Tottenham, but wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't as that stuff was not the bugger. But I think that, that
5: yeah, a lot of that was kind of background noise, really. Mm. Um, Wenger never mentioned Spurs by name. He just said, "I think there are teams that you praise that haven't won a title for 25 years." And come and on, Potch rattled them. No, I didn't get the impression he was rattled. I think the one thing I, I, I thought about Poch. Before the North London derby, when he did a press there, he was so nice about Wenger. Like, oh, he's special, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Like, to to be at a club for 20 years, you've got to be really special. To be at a club for 10 years, you've got to be good. Mm. All this stuff. And it made me kind of think, well, you can't be that worried about Wenger if he's that nice. So actually, the fact that he's had a bit of a pop and said, you know, focus on your own club, uh, that's a mistake to talk about Spurs actually suggests that maybe for the first time he's, he's kind of looking over his shoulder, you know.
0: Or do you think it's about him looking at other, other, other um, managers and thinking, well, this is the way successful managers behave. They do not give ground to Absolutely,
5: other. yeah, absolutely. I mean, <clears throat> I've always said that kind of in, in the first title challenge season, the, Le- the Leicester season, Potts was way too nice about Leicester and Ranieri. Yeah. He didn't put any pressure on. Um, he was just constantly like great respect you know great team and and there were so many opportunities to say particularly when other clubs were coming out and saying we want Leicester to win the title there were loads of chances for him to say well you know it'd be very interesting (coughs) to see how they play against Leicester Mm. or or, you know we're not very happy about this we'd like the the FA to do something he didn't he was totally respectful and I think he's learned from that and now he's much more willing to kind of stick the knife in
6: and and maybe put the pressure on yes it's a new skill set for him isn't it because you don't learn those techniques at Espanyol or Southampton. So yeah, he's, he's still a young manager, I think it's easy to forget that because of how great he is, but he's still learning on the job every day. Mm.
4: Yeah, I, I've never thought about it that way, but I completely agree that the whole Leicester thing, he should have, should have called out um, other teams instead Put of letting... Put pressure it, on them. Because well, and, and, eventually it, all, it boiled over at Stamford Bridge and that was the culmination of not saying anything and being so nice that
0: eventually your players lose their shit. Alright, uh, that's it for the first half of uh, the Fighting Co- Podcast, and now we've got Glenn Hoddle. Play Manchester United, live on BT Sport 1 on Wednesday night. I'm joined by BT Sport pundit, and more importantly, Tottenham legend, Glenn Hoddle. How are you doing, Glenn?
7: Yeah, good, thanks. Yeah, yourselves?
0: Very well, very well. Thanks for giving us a yeah. chance. Uh, obviously, massive fans of uh, of your time at Spurs and everyone listening to this would be uh, chuffed to hear your voices. voice and opinion on, on what will be go- happening at, uh, at Wembley tomorrow. Spurs are just mm. outside the top four. Um, seems like a massively crucial game against United. Yeah.
7: Mm. Well, it's not only, not only Wednesday, is it? It's uh, with Liverpool and Arsenal coming up as well. Um, I'd like to look at it as a positive time. You know, um, they're, they're big games, they're tough games, but they're 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 three teams that, are, that Spurs have you know have got an If you can take three points off them teams, then you've got a real chance. That's a, it's 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 a tough ask, but it, it's a, in a way it's good that we're playing those teams and that. that, that um, if we win come through you know winning two and maybe drawing one that's going to put us in a really good position obviously if you lose them then you'll be on the eight ball but uh, this united game i think uh, the fact that we're at home is crucial that, that we win yeah i really do i think it's uh, united will want to come play and play and, and win but i think they'll take the draw if there's a draw the draw doesn't suit tottenham but um, it's a mini league win. so i'm saying the next three games uh, strangely enough we're back-to-back games against those teams that are up there going for the top, you know, for 2nd, 3rd and 4th because I think, personally, I think City, City are, are out ahead and I don't think they'll be caught.
0: No, not at all. Um, what, what's your opinion of Spurs mm. this season, generally? So we had such a great season last year, last, last season mm. at um, White Hart Lane, having to go to Wembley. Yeah. How do you feel overall we've performed?
7: Well, it's, it's slightly been up and down. It's been a bit curious, really, a bit a little bit inconsistent. You go and beat Dortmund and Real Madrid, and I think the fact that um, those teams made it an open game and come and attacked us, suited so Tottenham. And I think Wednesday's game will suit Tottenham. I think United United, you know, they're, they're in good form. They're, they've got a lot of belief. They're built. Jose Mourinho's building a strong squad there, and they'll come to try and win the game. As I say, they'll take a draw, but they've come. So it'll be an open game. I think it'll suit Tottenham. And uh, when we've got early goals against teams that want to defend deep and whatever, we've taken them to the cleaners because the game's opened up. The problems we've had is, you know, West Ham, Swansea, Burnley come to mind when teams bank in, make it difficult. You don't get the early goal. And that's been a real concern for Tottenham. Whereas at White Hart Lane, I felt that, I don't know, there was something there that we went for the throat the pressing game that, that that Pochettino had going with the players hasn't been as uh, easy to do at Wembley. Mm. I think that that's they've suffered on that front. But when the game's open, that Wembley, suits, Wembley suits the style of Tottenham in a way even better than White Hart because it's slightly bigger, it's wider, it's longer, there's more space there. But um, it's when the game's open when they've, when they've gone one zero up they normally take the team to the cleaners. Uh, when Real Madrid came to town and the likes of Dortmund, they came and had possession and attacked Tottenham. And Spurs were brilliant on the counter, which is you don't see in the Premier League because we're, we're possession-based team. So it's it's an interesting one for me why why we're going to be inconsistent uh, this season. Okay,
0: um, Kane has had yet another amazing season, probably mm. having his best season uh, so far, and mm. um, despite the you know huge. Massive amounts of form and, and goals that he scored in previous couple of seasons. Are you worried that if Kane mm. stays at Spurs for his entire career, that he might replace you as our greatest ever player?
7: it's <laughs> uh, just lovely to see. I would just love to see Harry Kane play. I think he's you know he's come through the ranks like myself and like other players. At Tottenham, I think nowadays with all the big moves and players staying at clubs, no, you know, two years. And they sign a five-year contract. They're moving after two years, or they're trying to get. It's lovely to see a homegrown player come through again, and um, and and be English as well. And uh, I think it. I think it's refreshing in, in in a game where the players are moving on so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I hope he just continues to to do well. I hope Spurs can get success so that he can stay. That's my concern. Mm-hmm. I want him to you know get success as a player because he deserves it his he's, he's, he's all round ability as a striker is uh, is incredible and uh, you know he's going to be sought after but I think in his heart he wants to stay he wants to, do, to be successful with Tottenham and get silverware with Tottenham and um, uh, and I don't think I think he'll be content yes of course the, you know there's there's going to be offers coming in and the major offer for me at the moment would be what Spurs do with him and for him to keep him at the club and make sure that he's happy and um uh, he needs to see silverware coming into the club to, to like other players do there um, and the balancing act with what's going off the pitch building in the stadium and, and what needs to be done in the, within the squad and so that, that that capability and the manager stays and Kane stays and other players stay it's a real balancing act it's a real difficult time for, for Tottenham on and off the pitch in a way the squad's building the squad needs to be built on a little bit more it needs to be stronger um, But the stadium's come at a time when that might actually fall apart. And that's my concern. I just hope it doesn't. I hope that they can get the balance between uh, getting that stadium built and, and, and strengthening the players, keeping the players that they've got and strengthening as they can over the next two or three seasons to keep the likes of Harry Kane. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And uh, one, one thing I always wanted to ask you if I'd uh, ever had the opportunity is that um, everybody's playing, playing free at the back, more or less, with wing backs. And that's something you did as a manager um, at mm. first, And it kind of felt like it was ahead of its time now, looking back. Yeah.
7: What, what, yeah, well, winning? I did it for. Uh, yeah, I mean, I saw. I did that when I first took over at Swindon as a manager's job. And. Um, with England, we played three at the back. Um, I tried, I never got the opportunity at Tottenham to do it as I wanted to do it. We didn't quite have the players ever fit. And uh, Ledley was... Oh, I, had, I had a great back three there, and I would love to have done it with uh, with Ledley King and uh, the likes and uh, Dean Richards and yeah. we had the young Anthony Gardner. Three of them could have played it. Really, We didn't quite have the right people, so we had to go into a back four. But... Yeah, I mean, you know, I I just think uh, I've always looked at it that we needed to, um, What what a back three! I I did it on an offensive side, not a defensive side. Some teams are doing it and it becomes a back five. For me, it was with the ball. Uh, For England particularly, um, we needed to keep the two up front, um, a goal threat, but I needed to flood the midfield. Uh, Being a player at England, getting... You know, not having enough options playing in the four-four-two of all my career, mm. I, I learned that. And I thought, no, we're outnumbered in midfield. You know, when we haven't got the ball, and when we have the ball, we haven't got enough options. So that was my theory on that one, but uh, uh, international level. But you've got to have the right players to do it, and um, and you've got to be organised. It just takes a little bit more organising. But for me, it was offensively to open the game up and have more options on the ball.
0: Would you just look about that on your international appearances? Do you reckon if you were born in France or, or Italy, say that you would have got more opportunities at international level?
7: Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. Mm. No doubt about it. You know, and going to France and playing, when I played in France for Monaco, and, yeah, they, they were just, a, there's a different, there was a different, uh, I mean, it's changed now in this country. If I was playing now, it would be suiting me much more, uh, with the pitches and the... And the um, yeah, and the uh, yellow cards. Now you can, you know, you creative players get more time and space like never before, and the game stretched because of the back pass rule. The, the space is there. We played in a in an era where the ball was in the air most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but as soon as I went to France, it was amazing how they just they just you know admired you for what you did uh, going forward and being creative. And uh, there was others that could do the other job. So it was uh, it was refreshing for me as a player to go and. Um, to go and experience that abroad. But um, no, no, without a doubt, I think if I had if I, if I played in France, I'd have had more capture. It's just the way it was. It was no reason, you know, in the 70s and 80s, that's the way it was, you know, we, you know, it was a difficult time. Uh, at that time, to creative footballers, it was always, was, was in the air most of the time. <laughs> and thank you so much for- um, Okay, no problem, pleasure. God bless, cheers. Thanks, mate. Bye.
0: <coughs> second half of the fighting cock podcast thank you very much Dan Oddle thanks Glenn cheers Glenn thank you Glenn yeah good all works well M- Mara M- Mara close to completion <laughs> oh, <laughs> what's his name Lucas 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 that's his question yeah. name yeah. go with it alright Lucas um, you said in the last podcast absolutely no way uh, more or less
5: I know it's not said it twice
0: yeah <laughs> no, <I> mean, <laughs> no. you sent me a, you sent me a link to the article I think it was on the evening or the next day that, saying, that night, yeah, that saying, night. for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> what lessons have you learned, Dan? Well,
5: well, first of all, not to listen to Pochettino. Right. Because I obviously last podcast, I'd just come from his press conference and he was asked directly about Moura. And he, and he said kind of... He was very... Um, he was very open about it. He said, you know, obviously you know, we're interested in, in special signings, but... Uh, players that come from another league and don't have time to settle, we've got to be very, very careful. And it was a question about Mora, so I just... I think everyone there just thought, OK, that, that's
0: probably not a go then, because he's made six sub-appearances. How dare season. you,
7: though?
0: How dare you? Uh, who do you think you are, <laughs> right? When you're in a room and you think that he should tell the truth to you?
5: Well, he does often say, I'm always so honest, and, you know, <laughs> I never lie to you, and I'm so honest. But don't so you've you got really... to
0: take him at face value. Yeah, absolutely face value, but don't realise that you're a pawn. In this, we are all pawns. In this, well, I, I like, do your know. Your I is the will. I thought I was, a,
5: I thought I was a, a king, but now I know the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not <laughs> even a bishop. I'm a nothing. <laughs> I'm a little disposable pawn <laughs> to be. <laughs> You're whacked aside. Dan
0: Speck, Kilpatrick.
5: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've learned lessons. It now looks. Does it hurt a little bit? Did you I, I'm, not, right, I'm quite happy. To, I'm quite happy to kind of. I'm not. I'm not like the kind of person that. All kind of journalists that can't admit when I was wrong, mm. I, I was definitely very wrong about it.
0: Um, but you felt you've been truthful at the time, that's But that I
5: felt is. at the time that, that yeah. I, I felt it wasn't going to happen, mm. and now it looks like it probably, unless it's gazumped, is going to happen, yeah, which is which is exciting. You know, I like Spurs <laughs> making
0: exciting <laughs> Brazilian signings, even if it makes me look like a, a twat in the long run. The thing <laughs> is, the problem here is, that you don't like a twat at all, it's just that, yeah. um. Football fans are quite abrasive to anyone who gives them information that doesn't end up being true.
5: Well, that's the thing, and I think we're going to do it on, on the extra inch later. Yeah. I know Wendy's going to grill me on it, but the, the problem is, as a journalist, if you say like, something is going to happen, like I you're in talks over Pastore, let's say, mm. and they're confident and that doesn't happen, no one gives a fuck. Everyone's like, Oh, yeah, you know, everyone forgets it. Mm. If you piss on their bonfire and say, this isn't going to happen, yeah. and it does, yeah. you look a lot worse, and, and it's
0: and it's well remembered. <clears throat> so loads more of this chat on the Extra inch. They've got their own feed, because they think they're better than us. Um, go and subscribe right now. Uh, was it once a month, twice a month? And you cunts going to be bothered? Depends what, um, what the boss says. <laughs> Who's the boss? Windy. Oh, fuck me, what Can a I know. show. I know. Uh, but seriously though, they've uh, got their own feed, they're doing lots of interesting, much more sensible conversations uh, than the ones we're having. Actually, this has been quite That's sensible. Quite deep. Thought, yeah, um, Yeah. go and subscribe. Uh, new episode coming up very shortly. Uh, Real Madrid interested in Pochettino. It just makes sense. Zidane's under pressure. Yeah,
4: um, it's the right story at the right time. Pochettino stated that he doesn't want to go to... Um, Barcelona,
0: so... Things of Espanol.
4: Yeah, so that and if the PSG job came available, I think were kind of possible places he'd end up. What, right now, though? Uh, I don't see why not. I don't well, know. Well, I it, mean, there would I be... I thought the thing about Real Madrid is it's it's a weird kind of place to go and manage. you got Zidane's won two Champions Leagues in a row, and he's going to lose his job. Mm. So it's a question about Pochettino's personality, whether or not he wants to take that on. And... Um, you know, He can have a chat with Mourinho tomorrow, uh, Wednesday and just get a little bit of background on the club it's, it's up to Pochettino if he wants to take that challenge but I think he probably would
0: Nathan, what do you think, mate? Do you think if, if he got offered the Real Madrid now, he would take it? I
6: definitely really think he has his eye on PSG in the long term um, I don't know, if for some reason this doesn't scare me at all and I don't know whether that's right or I'm just being irrational but I just feel like it's not about to happen anytime soon No, it wouldn't happen
4: mid-season
0: for sure
6: but uh, so they might get a. They'll probably get Ancelotti or Gus Hadink,
0: who will happily come yeah, in. Yeah. So they love a fucking interim job, them of. And
4: this it, Pochettino, would he be the second former Spurs manager to manage there? Juan de Ramos. Juan de Ramos was there as well. And what, how did he do? Shit, they got <laughs> smashed 4 0 at Anfield by Liverpool in the Champions
0: League. He was pony, weren't he? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, how, how, how do you. What's your gut feeling based on being around the club? Yeah, my, my gut
5: feeling is is that. Potch would be interested in that job if it were available. But then I also think Potch does have his eye on moving into the new stadium with Spurs. I think he's kind of keenly aware of his, his own sense of history and legacy, and I think he would, he would like to be the
0: manager to lead them into the new stadium, he likes to be the manager to win to win a trophy. It, it, it strikes me that in an ideal world, I, I think he stays at Spurs for a significant amount of time from this point mm. and that he ends his career on Real Madrid and then PSG or vice versa. Because once you've managed PSG, but more importantly, once you've managed Real Madrid and you've done it and you managed to win Peace, the league and yeah, maybe in an a yeah. where do you go from that? Yeah. Then it becomes about your will to work rather than mm. your aspirations for glory. So I
5: wouldn't be totally surprised if, if Poch suddenly signs a new contract in the next... A kind of few weeks, mm. and then we're all like, Oh, yeah, those Real Madrid links were um, appropriately timed. I mean, and he's I, definitely, I, definitely, due, definitely due a pay rise,
0: isn't he? I, I mean, you, you can't blame his business, isn't it? You know, he mm. used interest and opportunity. We all do it. You know, if you know, you're at ESPN, ESPN now, but if The Guardian or. All right, I'm thinking about this. with No, no, Guard, it's Guardian
5: if you're listening, yeah. Yeah, any <laughs> of them came in and
0: went, We want Dan Tilly P, and we're not. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're willing we're, to pay we're, big We're going to pay more than what you're paying ESPN
5: Yeah, I would probably go
0: to ESPN and say, what? listen lads They might be listening to this Sure? Can we, let's edit that out No <laughs> 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 uh, Yeah, I mean, like, you can understand
3: it yeah, doesn't, yeah, It doesn't I
0: mean know. he has a lack of loyalty to Tottenham But he deserves to earn as much as he can do As we all, as of human course, beings yeah, yeah. Um, And uh, Carl Walker-Pete linked with Loan to Southampton I don't know who, I didn't yeah, know. I think well, from what I
5: heard today, um, he's quite keen to go. He wants to play right back. Um, and the Spurs oh, yeah. are quite keen to keep him as cover. So that might be one that I don't know who's going to sort of win that in the next couple of days. But I think Walker Peters quite fancy playing every week at right back somewhere, maybe in the yeah. Championship. Which I don't think he'd get that at Southampton. Yeah. Yes, they um, yeah, wouldn't
6: replace uh, Cedric Suarez uh, as first choice. But they lack depth for left and right back. So there are probably games room in there somewhere. I smell
4: a um, new contract and a loan move. You know, there's the standard kind of. Yeah.
6: You go on
0: loan, we'll give you a new contract. Are we as excited as perhaps Wendy is about Kyle Walker Peters' future at right wing back?
6: Yeah, I think so. I think there's a lot of talent in there. Um, I don't know if he quite has the um, sort of Kyle Walker, Daniel Rose, Serge Aurelia athletic levels, but I think there's a good player and game time will help him.
0: All right. Um, Rob White, he's, uh, he made a comment on Twitter. He says 159 appearances and seven goals for Dembele. Where, where are you at with him right now?
4: Well, goal so, scoring has never been his forte. I mean, two of those goals I think were in his probably his first season. Maybe he didn't even change. He scored, yeah, he scored against Norwich, yeah. Norwich, yeah. Lyon, and then a couple, yeah, a couple of goals against Birmingham. But
0: <clears throat> it, it feels like he he might be at the end of his his life, and he had. Laugh, he laugh. <laughs> professional, <laughs> professional laugh. Uh, he's uh, he might be at the end of um, his time at Spurs. I doubt he'll, he's going to be given a new contract. I don't think there's a long-term future. It's kind of a shame, isn't it? Because he kind of spent so much of his time in the wilderness, despite being but, absolutely. You know, but if you remember in
4: that first season under Avb, him and Sandro, they were magnificent together. Were they? He was brilliant. Yeah. I get, when we played, um, when we beat Manchester United at Old Trafford, him and Sandro were great and. So Dembele, it's not like he's just a new thing that he's been good. He's always been good. But unfortunately, I think age and everything else has caught up with him and he's not as effective as he used to be.
6: Yeah, essentially, he'll finish his career with sort of 18 months of his peak and if he'd have had eight years of that peak, he'd have gone down as one of the greatest midfielders in the history of the game and that's not going to happen to him, which is a shame for him. He had, shame me. He, he had the talent, didn't he? He really did. Sure. I think Potts has Said a few
5: times he's like one of the three or four geniuses he's met in his career, which is like high praise because you know he's an Argentina international, yeah. mm. uh, he played with some great players. I think, in, in terms of goals, he definitely should score more, shouldn't he? Like, he just doesn't shoot, I mean, when he, and when he does, he often yeah, makes something happen. Like, yeah. you know, he hit the post the, the other yeah. day, I yeah. think. Yep, yeah. uh, de- I kind of made my peace with it now that he doesn't score enough goals, but he
0: definitely should. And I think, I think, honestly, it's a, a, a... Whether you score or assist isn't a barometer of how influential you can be on a team. Especially, no, but some, like, someone of his talent playing central midfield for a top Premier League team should have a lot better numbers than that. Right? Fair enough. But yeah. I, I think Jack Wilshere, you know, has, hasn't delivered nearly enough as what he should have done. Mm. But certainly what his quality suggests. And there is this kind of breed of footballer who don't quite reach the heights that their talent. I mean, that happens all the time, but even... He's played many games at Tottenham Denver. He's been a mainstay in our midfield pretty much for three years and perhaps, as you say, hasn't delivered in the way you'd expect. He's going to cost a shitload of money to replace <coughs> for us to
4: find someone to do his role. Or maybe Wings could do his role. Mm. Uh, I think we're going to have to spend a shitload Agenda of money. Agenda number
0: two. <laughs> why do you hate Harry Winks? I don't hate Harry, do you Harry
4: hate his guts. I don't hate him at all, but I just don't think we, cannot, I don't think we can go to a season. Why do you hate thing? Ledley King? Oh, I don't know. I
0: haven't been. I don't like that. I don't like that. Oh yeah, yeah. What's that about? Yeah. 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 So, so what this is about? If you haven't listened already, (laughs) right? Bardy, in inverted commas, his name's Anthony. Right? (laughs) He reckons. He reckons that Leddie King wouldn't get in the back three at Spurs. No. Yeah. That's true. I stand by
4: that. I that I, I looking back rubbish. in the Europe. cold light in the cold light of day fucking nonsense. In the cold light of day there was one part one part of that tweet was incorrect. He is a legend. I'm sorry about that. I do no a one gives a shit about that. But he doesn't get in our team,
5: no. He walks into that team
4: ahead of Sanchez. Get, no, <laughs> he walks, he
0: walks in ahead of Vertongan. No, even like no, no, last no.
5: season, Ledley not training, walks into that no. team ahead of Sanchez. Vertonghen is one of the best set of
0: backs. Not ahead of Vertongan, but the back three. I, he goes I, in ahead of Sanchez. Sorry. Sorry. Well, I mean, if you've got a back three and Vertongan's perfect for that left hand sided role. Yeah, yeah but, I'm not, I'm but not, In I'm terms not, of their I'm quality not. as a defender, Ledley King is probably better than Vertongan. Um, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. So we're agreeing on that.
4: Um, in the back three, Vatongan plays on that left-hand side in front of King. What then about in the, you, in the, in the middle, middle with Sanchez? I think Alderweireld has got a better passing range and I think Alderweireld is better suited to that role. The and, question mark is Sanchez, of course. Obviously. And of course he's better. <laughs> <laughs> I think Sanchez is fantastic and he's going to be one of our greatest ever defenders. So, so what is Levy King if
0: he wasn't fantastic? One of our greatest ever. I, yeah.
4: Yeah, but I think Sanchez is better. And I'm sorry. I, that's just the way I see it. What?
0: Sanchez... Do you know what? I'm not going to argue he's yeah. fine. This, this going tens of thousands of people. Sanchez that is all hear it. brilliant.
4: Sanchez is quicker, stronger. And he's a lot better on the ball than, than we all thought he was.
0: That's not the answer. A lot <laughs> better on the ball than Ledley King. But we, might, we, do you know what? He, we had, no, he isn't, but he but isn't look, even. I know. I, I, I'm not going so to call out. He's great. Like Sanchez, we're not digging about Sanchez yeah. by saying that. But you're, you're saying our. Uh, Probably our greatest defender of the last thirty years. There was maybe one bar. I, I don't argument. want to dig holes in Ledley King. Well, it sounds, sounds like you got an issue, you no know one forced you to fucking ask this question. You asked it.
4: I think Ledley King was a very good defender, and he was one of. He is one of our greats. But I think Sanchez's ceiling is higher, especially. He seems to be fitter. We got maybe one proper full season out of Lily King, and he was great that year.
6: People are going to be fucking fuming. But I, I love know, it. I know, I know. I don't completely disagree there with go. Anthony. But let's move on. <laughs> All right, listen to, listen to the extra inch, everyone, if you want to be <laughs> fucking Alex, enjoyed. Alex
4: <laughs> agreed with me.
6: Alex who?
0: Alex from Bristol. Pretty, oh, so that's good. you uh, no, I got him think. on your side. But and when he his...
4: came on the podcast, he shit himself and, and didn't, didn't back me up.
0: But that's you I feel about. like you've had that bugbear for a while. You've been building <laughs> up and wanting wanted to deliver that. <laughs> um... Uh, Sam Wilson he says what would you do if you found Harry Kane banging your missus if you haven't got a missus they're sad, mum <laughs> <laughs> um, I would uh, I'd I'd stab him in the neck I'd start buying
4: uh, buying baby stuff because he doesn't miss that guy that's true another <laughs> little baby on the way another another,
0: another, another little, little baby another little girl another little girl it's a shame he's not a boy I know for fuck's yeah, sake yeah because you a boy. know grass <laughs> probably be brilliant yeah. uh, anything to add lads can leave it there, um,
5: I'd probably say I write about this unless you give me half an hour exclusive. For <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
0: What would you do with uh, a half hour exclusive with uh, Harry
5: Kane? You know, it's difficult because he does so much media. Like, he stops after almost every game,
0: whenever you ask him. Is he a genuinely nice... He's a genuinely nice. As a he's guy.
5: genuinely, like, the most... I i say, like, helpful player, like... After every game, you stand in an area called the mix zone, and you want to speak to a player, get some quotes. You know, it's often quite mundane, but a lot of the time, if there's an issue, you want to ask them about the issue. Yeah. Um, and if you ask Harry Kane to stop um, nine and a half times out of ten, he'll stop. If he sort of he like, doesn't really have
0: it in him to walk away from somebody's request. He, him. He, I
5: think he, just a decent. He's, he's just a good, good guy. Always happy to talk. Who's the biggest asshole? Pro- very professional. <laughs> um... I've done this a few times on some way, so I don't... None of them are assholes. I think, genuinely, is a really nice bunch of, l- like, lads. Right, go on, Emma. I think the one who will stop the least is Eriksson. Even when he's kind of, obviously, the man of the match or, like scored twice or something, and you're like, you know, it'd be great to hear from, from mm. Eriksson. He, he, he will give a good interview. He's not shy. I just don't think he's, he's that asked. Um, I wouldn't say he's an asshole. But and the
0: worst interview what, one, what, what player walks by and you go, Fuck, I not uh, even bother. I mean, Soko. Why are you saying that? What, he's <laughs> no, like Soko's not he, bad. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Well, <laughs> well what, what about him that you thought. Because were,
4: you can't mention Soko without people getting quite upset and stuff. So but what's that? He
0: doesn't know that. He well, lives in a bubble. He has no idea what people think about him.
4: Do you reckon?
6: Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. He his
0: comments
4: on Instagram. Nah, nah. He, he, he leaves nothing. It won't even be him on Instagram. I haven't got a question, because you've been doing this for a while now. The players recognise you, obviously.
5: Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah. Does, does Harry they go, Does it's Kelly B! They don't know who the fuck I am. Dan Kelly B! Does Harry Kane me. give you a little nod, hello, like if you see him? Um, Lloris g- occasionally yes. gives me a little nod. Wow.
0: that's oh, that's, that's, that's not getting that that moist? That. Like, yeah. on Your arsehole starts <laughs> going out. It starts puckering. On the pre <laughs> like
5: season <laughs> tour, um, Lloris did a lot of media. Mm. Uh, and there were only a few of us there it was like sort of ben pierce me mm. um alice gold was there you know, he does football at london mm-hmm. so there were there a lot of the time it's just a scrum like there are loads of people and you yeah. f- can forgive them for not knowing who was who but i think um do yeah, ever, yeah. They, 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 i mean honestly they don't really know who the fuck i am they might just recognize the face
0: do you ever so when you're in the mix zone uh sort of think about like going up behind sort of as the gold and sort of a naked choke from behind, Choke um, him, him out. Maybe Ben Pierce. I did. I did once get, get el-
5: sometimes. It, sometimes it's quite. Um, it is quite manic. Like after the Real Madrid game, for instance, there were loads of Spanish media down there. Everyone's like charging to the sort. Of, there's like a sort of rope, you know. Players walk by and everyone just charges up with a dictaphone. I did get elbowed in the head. Do you, do you, in that the-
0: instance, you go quite Brexit and just think, <laughs> "Fucking, this is our our mixed zone, British mixed zone. Um, Spanish can get out." You do you,
5: there is a proper segregation, you like, oh, come on, we'll go down the end leave <laughs> them at that end
0: yeah, because well, yeah. you know where the good spots are and because they yeah, you want to like, get you want get near spurs t. v but but crucially, it's about the fact that they're Spanish, that's the reason why you don't tell them where the good spots are just to stand
5: um I'm not no no comment on that. of course <laughs> no,
0: I wouldn't that was a you know, so joke. <laughs> all right, that's it. Yeah, thanks everyone for joining joining. Obviously, all of that was just jokes. I was being a dickhead. Um, thank you very much for joining us uh, on the Fighting Cock once again. Thank you, Dan for giving us the time. Uh, Paul Robinson tickets, live shows uh, are available at thefightingcock.co.uk forward slash live. We've also got the UVA away game, uh, Fighting Cock social there, beers together. It costs £5 on a door, but we've managed to deal with the venue, and they're, they, they're going to give us reduced costs. Of of beer, so usually central central London prices would be about five fifty for a beer. Mm. It's four quid, so four beers mm-hmm. would save you the cost of a ticket. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Come down, have a laugh, drink beer, sing songs, celebrate Spurs, smashing Juve. The old ladies smashing them up in their uh, in, in their backyard. Yeah, um, guys, thank you very much, Dan Patrick, How can we find you on social media? Uh, Dan underscore KP on Twitter.
6: Nathan. Uh, Nathan A Clark on Twitter. And you talk about what, what can people expect from your social media uh, tactics and that sort of nerdy stuff. Didn't you word. once
0: once get inv- involved X-G. in a, in argument
6: with a who is it? Uh,
0: Miguel. Mi- yeah, Miguel Delaney. <laughs> that that did happen. You had an you, you had you had an internet row. <laughs> with yeah. Mel- uh, Delaney, Miguel, Miguel Delaney, Miguel Delaney, about tactics. At Eleven o'clock at night on a Saturday. <laughs> uh,
6: it was a Friday night. Because Friday night I sorry. was out volunteering at youth club while we'll asking Me Talk about oh, percent, What Not. Nice so. yeah. What a nice guy. What a nice guy. Uh, and Bardi. Yeah. So it's you, innit? Yeah, don't tweet me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's wow. like he's no longer the big dog. Look, is. I'm not a big dog. <laughs> you are. I'm just a main dog. Oh.
8: When I clock out of the hospital at 6 p.m., I'm not done for the night. That's when Gamer Nurse 40 clocks in, and she's got orcs to slay. Sure, I'm playing a 13-year-old in Scranton, but he's a level 53 mage with a filthy mouth. So I need to stay on top of my game. What'd you call me? That's when I crack open a Heineken Zero Zero. Zero alcohol, but just as refreshing. So I can focus
1: on stealing his gold before his mom tells him it's bedtime. Take that, kids. Heineken Zero Zero. 0.0% 0. alcohol. Now you can. Must be 21 plus to purchase. Enjoy responsibly.
8: Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network.